Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to the Believe in Iowa State podcast. I'm your host, super fan. Some could say recruiting analyst, Eric Hessen. And today, I want to talk about just that. I want to talk about recruiting. I kind of want to give a little wraparound summary, synopsis, whatever you could call it, for the 2023 recruiting classes for the football team and the basketball team. You know I love recruiting. This podcast, or some form of it, started as the Cyclone Recruiting Podcast. And I've got a ton of thoughts, a ton of thoughts, and I want to answer some questions pertaining to this class. I kind of want to start out with a little bit of a dialogue, monologue, or whatever you call it. I talk to a lot of Iowa State fans. Obviously, when you go to the game, you you, you go to the tailgates, and you talk to all the fans. You talk to the old guys. I'm only 29, and I talk to people who have been to games for 50 years, 50-year season ticket holders. Those are my favorite people to talk to because they've seen everything. They've seen the highs, the lows. They lived through everything. Everything. And talking to them about what it was like 40, 50, even 30 years ago, they tell you, okay, yeah, we rooted hard for that team, but we didn't expect much. We had some good players, but, you know, most of them, you know, you had your doubts on week in and week out. Because you didn't really know, you know, what's going on with them. Are they just not talented? What, you, you never know. You never know. And I'm not... Not trying to belittle anybody who played for the Cardinal and Gold, but we have seen a significant improvement in recent years. And one of the big questions is, how is this happening? How, how, are we t- how did the t- program get turned around? Turned around like that. And there's something interesting that happened today. Something really interesting that probably went overlooked by most people, especially if you don't have Twitter, you didn't see this. But something, something that may seem small, but is something huge, in my eyes, happened today. There's a recruit named Edwin Joseph. He's a borderline four-star recruit, was ranked a four-star on on three. And he goes to Chaminade Madonna down in Miami, I think it's my Miami. Anyway, it's down in Florida. Really good wide receiver. Really good wide receiver. You watch his tape. It looks like it's it's really good. This is a guy who we would die for back in the early 2000s. A guy that we would die for to ha- beg for to be on our team. It's really good. And he tweeted Hashtag Ed to ISU. What does that mean? Well, he's Ed to Iowa State. To ISU means going to Iowa State. It's a fad that we've done with some other recruits of recent where they go either their name or initials or whatever to ISU. Kind of a recruiting tool on Twitter. Something fun. The fans can get into it. The fans can do it. It's, it's a lot of fun. You can look it up with the hashtag. It's a lot of fun to do. It helps with recruiting. 
gets people excited. It's pretty fun. It's cool. But what's, what's so significant about this one? What's significant about it is Edwin Joseph has offers to Penn State. He has offers to Texas A&M. Offers to Florida State. Offers all over the place. He does not have an offer to Iowa State. Not yet. Hopefully in the future. I think he's really special. Edwin Joseph wants to play cornerback at the next level. These, some of these schools, most of these schools view him as a wide receiver. He wants to play cornerback. What's so significant about all this? What are you trying to get at, Eric? What I'm trying to get at is if, you, if, if I were to tell you 10 years ago that a four-star recruit with offers to Penn State, Texas A&M, a good kid, good in the classroom, good out of the classroom, good on the football field, good all-around kid, a good human being who's a four-star recruit, remember, big offers, would tweet out without an offer to Iowa State that he essentially wants to go to Iowa State. If I would have told you that would have happened, you would have blocked my number. You would have told me I'm crazy. That never happened. We were recruiting against teams like FIU and Louisiana Tech. Are they fine institutions? I don't know. I really don't know anything about them. They're Division I football teams, yes. But we were recruiting against non-Power 5 teams and really had to recruit hard to get certain guys. And that, that wasn't like a couple guys that we just liked a lot. That was the whole team. That was the whole team. And we have some guys now who are four stars who want to come play for us. At positions of need. Cornerbacks. And you want to know what happened when he tweeted Ed to ISU? Not going to say the team, but a certain team that is a big-time national power DM'd him and told him, hey, we want you here. We have better weather. (laughs) And whatever. That means that he's wanted... But he wants to come here. Why, why, why would he just tweet that? We also have other recruits. His really good friend who's committed to the team, Jason Hammond, who I think is a stud. I can't wait to watch him in four weeks on national television, ESPN. It tells me that these guys, whereas 10 years ago, They were embarrassed to be committed to Iowa State. Guys like Jason, guys committed now, are over the moon. They're excited to be here. They can't wait to be here. We're not an afterthought program. We're at the front of their mind. They want to be here. They want to come win here. They want to be a part of something special. They don't want to deal with the BS that goes on at other programs. I'm sure that Every program has its, has its own druthers and whatnot. Iowa State doesn't have many. 
if you want to be part of something special, you come to Iowa State. And recruits are starting to pick up on that. The recruiting class is now starting to be excited to come here. Jason Hamm's over the moon. Jason Hamm came one visit, loved it, committed. A guy who gets calls from all the schools in Florida, SEC schools, went to Iowa for one visit, said no thanks. Drove right down the road, went to Iowa State, committed. And now he's recruiting for Iowa State. This is something that didn't really happen before. This is something that guys were kind of embarrassed to come here. They were wishing that a blue blood would come sweep them off their feet so they didn't have to come here. I might be blowing something out of proportion. This might have been some little small tweet that some guy said wanted to come here. And other fans have asked the reaction about like, Oh, well, he's probably saying that because maybe he doesn't have anywhere else to go. That's the old thinking. I'm not saying it's dumb thinking, but that's the old way of thinking. That used to happen for us. Not anymore. Putting out that tweet definitely sent a shockwave to the teams recruiting him. But guess what? It's still up. Those offers still stand. And if Iowa State was to go after him, I'd like our chances a lot. Because we have guys on our team, high-character guys, who love Iowa State already and want their friends to become a part of it. And the great thing about having guys like Jason and other people down in Florida and other places like Texas is their friends are really damn good at football. I, seeing that tweet, that was monumental. That was more than just a, oh, that's nice to see type of thing for me. That's somebody who's not committed, who wants to come here. (laughs) Somebody who could go anywhere, who wants to come here. May not seem like much, but it means a lot to me. Really does. Really does. And I hope we offer him. I hope, because... Anybody who goes to Shamanah Madonna, we should offer. Because guess what? Let me tell you something else. Let me tell you something else. He's a starting wide receiver on Shamanah Madonna, okay? What does that mean, Eric? You know what? They have two other wide receivers that go to Shamanah Madonna who are in the class of 2024. Now that's the next class. Two wide receivers who are both five stars. Both of them. They're both looking at Ohio State. Texas A&M, Oklahoma, wherever they want to go. There's two of them. And this guy starts over them. Five-star wide receivers. Two of them on the same team. And this guy either starts over them or with them or whatever. Him even seeing the field shows how good he is. Am I getting long-winded about this? No. Maybe. Maybe. But I don't think so. Because this is telling you that we are now turning the corner. We're now turning another corner. In our program, it was turning a corner to go to a conference championship game. It was turning a corner to go to a New Year's Six Bowl and win. There's another corner that we're turning. To get multiple four stars in class, that's turning a corner. We are now turning probably one of the biggest corners where we are desired 
by players from big time states with blue blood offers and they want to come here. That's big time. That is big time. That's what you want to see as a Cyclone fan. You want to see not only that we have a good season, because that's a good team. You want to see guys who come, who want to come to this team. That's a good program. Program. Are you a high-caliber program or not? You can have a great season as a terrible program. Look at Kansas in 20, uh, 2007 or whatever fucking year it was. Excuse my language. That's a terrible program. Good team, terrible program. LSU Tigers in 2020, terrible team, great program. Are we, we want to be a great team and great program. In order to build a great program, you want people who desire to come to your school and play and pass up other great programs to come. Seeing that tweet meant a lot. And guess what? If he comes here, it's, it, man... What a special moment. Special moment. Let's talk about something else. Because <laughs> I just spent like 15 minutes talking about this. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about who from this 2023 class could become four stars. It's, a, it's an interesting question that I've seen posed online. People have asked me. They want to see, okay, who's going to become a four-star out of this class? We have J.J. Cole. He's a four-star. We have two other guys that we're recruiting for four, that are four-stars. We can talk about them in a minute, about maybe their timeline and whatnot. We have another four-star in Michael Parks. He's a four-star on ESPN. Every other service really kind of doesn't have him as a four-star. I think he's really good. But who, who could... Who could be those bona fide four stars that two or three of the recruiting sites really label as a four star? One second. Mm, I need to get a little libation in me. I think I have a couple guys who I really see that they're more likely than not should be a four star by the end of the season if they have a if they ha- if they have the season that I project them to have. And barring injury. I would say my first guy was Jamison Patton. Dude is an incredible athlete. He's going to get run at both wide receiver and safety on the Ankeny team with J.J. Cole. He's going to... Sh- <laughs> He's incredibly fast. He's an incredible athlete. If he can show the skills that he showed on the 7-on-7 seven seven in the games... Now that he can focus on safety and wide receiver and doesn't have to focus on leading his team at the quarterback spot, I think he will be much in, in much better position to get that four-star. Because when he was playing on his Roosevelt team last year as the quarterback, it's tough. It's tough to rate a guy as a safety when he's playing quarterback. This year we get a lot more exposure of him. He's an incredible athlete. 
He has good instincts. I think he will be a four-star when it's all said and done. I really do. I think like it's 90% that he will be. Another guy who I could see, a guy who's, who's had a really strange, like, not recruitment, but, like, just, just, like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain what it is, but Carson Hansen, I could see him be a four-star. He's a, he, he is a very interesting prospect because his offense in high school is so weird. He's a fullback that's primarily between the tackles on this very strange offense. Weird triple option offense. And and they won state. And they're projected to win state again. They won state because of Carson Hansen. Carson Hansen toting the rock. Getting over 2,000 yards. When other guys are running the ball as well. He's not going to, he might not have the spectacular, you know, 80 yard runs every, every week, but he's running up the middle and he moves the chains from the games that I watched. He's a very physical runner. I really like his potential. I like it more than most fans. I think that he could be a four star when it's all said and done. He's six foot one. He's going to be over 200 pounds this season. Incredibly strong, great speed. I He's my big like a big sleeper that I could see will bump up to four star and catch a lot of people off guard. Another guy who I could see becoming a four star and this is just pure 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 athleticism. And I think that he will ex- extremely benefit from one offseason of really working on his craft. And that's Benny and Goy. The newest, the newest commitment that we've got, he's only played one year of wide receiver in high school. And that, inc- that got him plenty of offers across the country. With his speed, his size, his athletic ability, his ability to jump... Sky's the limit for him. I think he could have a massive season. An absolutely massive season. In Nebraska, where the competition ain't great. If his quarterback can get him the ball, and he will be wide open. If his quarterback can get him the ball, I think he'll have a massive season. I'm excited to see his run after the catch ability. And the last guy who I'd say... Is Trevor Boer just a bully, just a fiend, big time dude at guard, really powerful, brute strength, moves extremely well for a guard in high school. That's what got him all the offers. I'm really high on him already. I think that his rating is already like low right now. I think he'll be a four star. When it's all said and done, I hope they watch the film of him closely because he looks different than other Iowa State guards. He moves, he moves really, really well. So those are the guys that I think will be four stars when it's all said and done.
And the reason why we're doing this right now as opposed to the next few weeks, the next few weeks we're going to be previewing the scenes and doing things like that, really really getting up to speed because I can't really do the interviews during the season because guys are practicing and doing things like that. Don't want to interrupt them. There's two people right now that we are recruiting, two players in Kenyon Sadiq and Blake Purchase. Have you heard of them? Maybe, maybe you have. One guy, Kenyon Sadiq, on Friday announced, tight end, four-star tight end, Kenyon Sadiq, announced on Friday his top three. His top three, as expected, were Iowa State, Michigan, and Washington. How do I feel? I feel like in the next two weeks, we will have another tight end commitment from a four-star. The highest-rated tight end we've ever gotten. One of the highest-rated offensive players we've ever gotten. Great target for J.J. Cole. He put out a video today that is spectacular. He looks, he looks like an NFL tight end right now. NFL wide receiver, NFL tight end. He's as fast as one, strong as one. He's one of my favorite recruits of this whole cycle. I really like our chances. And I think that we will see within the next two weeks where he's going to go. Another guy, Blake Purchase, brother of Miles Purchase, cornerback for Iowa State. Blake Purchase, three-star edge rusher out of Colorado. He got an offer to Notre Dame this week. What, what should we be thinking as Iowa State fans? Should we be thinking of Iowa State of old? Where we just go, all right, wrap it up. Notre Dame's here. It's over. I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I think that this is going to be a very difficult decision for him. Every decision like this is difficult for everybody. But I think this is going to be a very difficult decision for him. Because he has so many options to weigh. Notre Dame is a great school. It's a spectacular school. A spectacular program. And I think that this will... This recruitment will probably last for another month. I think this will go into the season. I really do. I think he'll take a visit, maybe during the season or maybe sooner. It's really difficult. And I think it's going to last till the season. Last but not least, let's talk about basketball. What's there to talk about? <laughs> This team's good. This team's going to be great. We got Jelani Hamilton, shooting guard. He was the first guy to commit, four-star. We got Milan Momsilovich, four-star, borderline five-star. I think by the end of the year, he's going to be really pushing that five-star status. If he has a really special season, I think he'll be really close. Really close. Will he get there? Who knows? But he'll get five star- two five-stars in the class. What? What? Never happened before. And last but not least, absolutely not least, Omaha Billu. I think that's how they said it on ESPN. I've, I've probably been saying it wrong the entire time. Omaha Billu. One of the best players to ever come to Iowa State. Those three guys, and we're going after one more guy in Caden Fish. We just offered him. 
He's Omaha Bill U's AAU teammate from Mocan that just won the Peach Jam or whatever. I'm not too familiar with what the Peach Jam is. Somebody's going to have to fill me in. Somebody DM me what the Peach Jam is, the Peach Jam Classic or whatever. But all what I was hearing from my friends who love recruiting and love Iowa State recruiting have been telling me, they're like, okay, Omaha played really well. But this Caden Fish guy, this guy really stole the show. He's six foot six, but his wingspan is seven foot three. Just, just a hard nosed guy, your Mark Vital, Dustin Hogue type of player that is going to annoy the heck out of the opposing, whichever opposing team he's playing against. And man, I hope we get that type of player because I hate playing against him. <laughs> I hate playing. I hated playing against Mark Vital so much. I hated it because I just knew that there's nothing we could do. There's nothing we can do. I would really like to get him as a kind of small forward type player to add to this class, and then maybe we can add a point guard. Maybe we can get away to that Mocan guy, <laughs> the Trey Green guy, their point guard. Four-star guy. Who knows? I'm not saying we are. I'm not saying... I don't even know if we're recruiting him. It would just be hilarious to get three guys from the same AAU team. And they're all like four-star type players. Anyway, guys. I, the basketball. There's not really too much we can talk about basketball. Other than just... This is in, incredible what's going on. And I'm expecting big things for from that program. Big things. Maybe an Elite Eight. We got our sights on the Elite Eight. Obviously, the team's going to be looking for that national championship. I'm looking forward to the Elite Eight. I'll be over the moon with that. Anyway, guys, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to go into the season. I'm, if you listen to the offensive preview, I may have sounded, you know, maybe a little negative. I would, I would put it as cautious, very cautious of my expectations. But I'm still excited. I, I, if anything, I trust these coaches. I trust that they will get the job done. I trust that they know what they're doing. Because they've shown that they do before. I can't wait. We got like five Saturdays. There were five, 35 days. I can't even talk. I can't wait to be there, beer in my hand, talking to everybody, going, all right, should we get to the stadium now? And we walk over to the stadium. I'm going to walk on that bridge. I don't tailgate over there. I'm going to walk to the end of that bridge, walk up to the bridge. I sit on the opposite side. I don't give a shit. In bridge, we trust. Got us Benny, didn't it? <laughs> Got us Omaha, didn't it? No, I love that meme, though. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm super excited for this new show. We've got plenty of listeners, a lot of listeners. It'd really help us out if you could leave us a rating. It'd really help us out if you could tell a friend and say, hey, listen to these guys. Get all of these guys. Would really help us out. Thank you so much. If you want to have a conversation with me and my buds, come come to the Discord. Send me send me a DM on Twitter. And I can invite you in, put you in. We talk every day about Cyclone, whatever it is. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening.
and go Cyclones. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.